We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. To be honest, I would put myself in the same category as D-Wade. Now Artest has jumped over the scorer's table. Artest is in the stands. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. When I go to the writers to tell me who can guard in this league, I'll put a gun to my own head. If you want to go by the nickname Cream City, <laughs> you better have the best strip clubs in the world. <laughs> Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. It's Friday, December 6, 2019. Alex Brutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken. Katrin Kreitz is on the line. All aboard. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We would appreciate a nice review on whatever site you are listening to this on, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, the Rotowire website itself. Uh, today we're going to talk news and then we are going to go category hunting for assists and steals and then wrap things up with Friday daily fantasy. Uh, first things first, Houston got a win at Toronto last night, 10 point win, 119-109. Russell Westbrook continues to struggle from the field, 7 of 27, 0 of 6 from 3. 
near career worst, 39.9% from the field. Uh, that's I mean, on the season, it, and that's his season status. Yes. Ugh. Is this a buy low situation for you guys, or just stay away entirely? First of all, I was just shocked in just getting prepping for the pod. Westbrook on Yahoo, uh, nine category leagues, is ranked season average 110th. <laughs> like, I knew he wasn't playing great, but wow, that was a shocker. I feel like this is what we talked about before the season, too. This this was our worry. It was the inefficiencies, right? I, yeah. I mean, his free throw percentage has gone up. He shot 66% last year. He's up to almost 74%. So that's good. I mean, he's not, not at the career norm of 80 to 85 that he was for the handful of years before that. Uh, but his free throw is starting to bounce back a little bit. I, I, I'm not surprised by the field goal percentage drain. I mean, he was 43% last year, um, 45 the year before 43, the year before that. I'm not surprised in that. It's the counting stats. He's down three assists from the past three years. He's down three boards from the last year. That's because he's playing with James Harden. I mean, James of Harden that's... isn't preventing him from getting steals. He's down. He is one and a half steals a game is his lowest since 2009. You know, like play D. Uh, but he's been between one and a half and and two point one for basically his entire career. I, the steals isn't a big drop off. And anyone who thought he was going to continue to average, you know, 11 or 10 assists and rebounds. Come on. I mean, he's. He's playing in a different system. He's not going to have the same kind of usage. His minutes are slightly down two minutes per game. I I feel like everything other than his shooting percentage is about what we expected. And that's why before the season, we hyped him as a points league guy. You know, st- stay clear in rotisserie, but draft him right. in points leagues. And that's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. I own him in one points league. I don't own him anywhere else. Yeah, I have him on a points like also. Uh, but I don't. I can't blame the system for worse rebounding, worse steals, blocks, or even down a hair. Like the act, the inactivity. We we foresaw it's, the field, the percentages certainly. Um, but the the other inactivity is just kind of depressing. It, but it's it's not the system. It's the fact that he's playing with another guy who's averaging seven or eight assists. He's playing with a guy who's second in the NBA in rebounds in Clint Capella, who's grabbing 14, 15 boards per game. He didn't play with those guys last year on Oklahoma City or the two or three years before that. That's why, like, we knew the assists and rebounds were going to go down. I mean, we had him. We had those projections going down to like that eight range before the season started. There's no way he was going to continue to average a triple double, and and everyone foretold that. The only thing that's really down, like we, the only thing that's off is we expected his three point shooting to, while not be efficient, we thought the volume would go up, and it really hasn't. He averaged 5.6 three point attempts last year. He's at 5.4 this year, only hitting 21. percent I mean that to me, it's this is exactly what I expected from him. Maybe shooting forty three, forty four percent instead instead of thirty nine point nine. But I, I I don't see anything. If you drafted Russell Westbrook, you should have expected this. Let me uh, let me throw this out. More thinking ahead next year, the year afterwards, is his game one that ages poorly? He's thirty. It's thirty one no. actually. Yeah, sorry, thirty one. I'm I'm sorry, we're looking at the wrong place. Yeah, thirty one. Is his energy first game also one that just maybe isn't going to age well? I mean, I think so. I um, he's just he's not a shooter, and he that 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 always makes it hard when when players age out. And 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll always have a high energy level. It's just whether that turns into just chaotic, like chaotic plays that aren't, you know, uh, effective in winning basketball. I mean, Nick and I talked about this yesterday that I think the better move would be for Houston to try to trade him for like pieces around Harden. I mean, he has all of his advanced numbers are like terrible this year, like minus yeah. eight net rating. His his value over replacement player is lower than Gorgie Jang's. Like, this is crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and as a guard, a guard who relies on his athleticism, who's a poor shooter, not not just not just this year. Historically, like he's not a good long range shooter. He can't shoot the three. They, that's not going to age well. It's just not. His, his true shooting percentage is like 205th out of 231 qualifying players. Yeah. Like he just anyway, uh, it's kind of beating a dead horse. All of all the say, saying all this. If the Pistons traded Blake Griffin for him tomorrow, <laughs> I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled. Um, okay, we have the Suns beating the Pelicans in overtime last night, 139 to 132. I believe that game had the highest over-under. Uh, definitely overtime. hit. In o- o- OT. Jackson Hayes has been playing well. Uh, Derek Favors has been out for a bit, so Hayes has started nine in the past 10, uh, averaging 10.6 rebounds, 1.2 blocks for the past 21 minutes. So the the Derek Favors situation five squats last night as well, right? And Derek Favors is dealing kind of dealing with a back injury. His mother also passed away, so it's kind of unclear when he'll be back. But I feel like, and and I want to know what you guys think. If Jackson Hayes, do you think he's pretty locked in to fifteen or twenty minutes a game, even when Favors comes back? Do you think just Okafor is going to get kicked out of the rotation, and Hayes should at least have fantasy value from here on been- out? Have they been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet? No. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. Just kidding. But they are at 6-16. Six and 16, And they've already said they're not going to play Zion in back-to-backs, which might be true all season. At what point do they scrap this season? In which case, yeah, you give Hayes a ton of minutes, right? I think. Yeah, if, if they get to that point, certainly. Um, it's encouraging that they've already removed, basically removed Okafor from the rotation. Um, he returned to action a couple games ago. I'm sorry, a handful of games ago after an injury, and, and, but now he's sitting DNP coach's decision. Yeah. So each of the past two games, so they're going with Hayes. So I mean, he's certainly worth a flyer um, in most leagues. I think like eight teamers, probably not deep enough. Ten, twelve teamers. I if I need blocks, I I certainly would consider picking him up. Um, you know, it does get it muddies once favors gets back, which I'm assuming favors is back soon. It seemed like he was pretty much over the injury. Uh, and then he had that unfortunate uh, loss of his mother. So favors will probably return soon, you know, with favors back and eventually Zion, it muddies the water a bit for Hayes. But in the immediate future, I like him as an option. I'd love to point out this with Jackson Hayes, a true 19 year old man, 19 year olds in the NBA. I think about how stupid I was at 19. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed I don't have more uh, stock of Hayes in Dynasty Leagues because yeah. I, I love what I've seen from him. And uh, just one quick thing worth noting that uh, Favors, this is his last year of his contract. So if the Pelicans are out of it, they could move off Favors mm-hmm. and then Hayes basically becomes the, the full-time starter. Who would trade for Favors at the deadline this year? Because it's kind of an old-school big not stretching the floor much, which is an issue with the Pelicans. They have a lot of guys that do not stretch the floor well. If if, if Favors can prove healthy, does he Boston. have trade value? Boston. Ah, 
Oh, maybe actually, that's not so crazy. They need it. They need it. He's not I mean, much of can... a rim protector, though. That's... He he is. He can he he's very good defensive player actually, and does well protecting the rim. It doesn't always show up in block stop uh, block block shots. Uh, favors solid. He would actually be a good fit with Boston. I mean, they they are one team who's in playoff four potential. centers. They have four yeah. centers that they need to merge into two centers. <laughs> yeah, I was just like saying, they, have, they you know. They have four guys. It doesn't mean they have one starter. Right, right, right. <laughs> they need to flip them from four guys to two playable guys. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't know if Favors is that guy, but yes, Boss is definitely in that situation. What's next in the news here, Alex? Uh, the Wizards surprisingly upset Philadelphia uh, last night. The Wizards don't have Thomas Bryant even, uh, and, or Isaiah Thomas, or Jorgen McRae. So I, it's crazy. Rui Hachimura, uh, 28 and 7, 11 of 18 shooting. He's looked pretty good this year at points. He's he's kind of been up and down, um, but I mean, just a really surprising game. I mean, do you guys think that? All right, not, a, not exactly a long road trip from Philly to DC. Can't really use that as no, as a, you know, as an excuse. It's just insane to me that they wouldn't blow him out. Frankly. Do you guys feel like there are any strong values on the the wizard, like guys on possibly the waiver wire or someone we're trading for? Like, well, where Shannon, do you think the... Shannon's a big Wagner? Is, am I even saying that right? Is it it's Va- it's Wagner? It's German. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've been, you know, I've been hyping up Wagner. I mean, it, it, Wagner's look. He's had a couple of really big games, um, and he got the start uh, last night at center. Um, you know, with Brian out, it looks like Wagner is going to continue to start at center. You'll have, you'll have Hachimura at the four. Um, they brought, I believe they brought Bertans off the bench last night. Um, but all threes. Yeah. Yeah. But he, yeah, he was like perfect from the floor to think he was eight for eight from downtown or seven for seven from downtown. Um, but they, all three of those big men will receive lots of run with, with, uh, Brian out. And I like all three. We and, should cue up some uh, Wagner music to, you know, like to play oh, yeah. in the background every Absolutely. time we mention him. We mentioned Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mo, Mo did not have a good game last night, but he was just coming back from an ankle injury after missing a couple games. Um, but all three of those big men for the Wizards, I like them while Bryant's out. I would, I think, you know, even like 10, 12 teamers, they're all in play. All three of them. Well, and if Tom Thomas is going to be out again tonight, or at least there's a good chance of it, Ish Smith also is a nice cheap option as well. So maybe we're cheating ahead here to our DFS discussion. That's a good call. We will probably get to them later. Uh, Josh Richardson uh, still missing time with a hamstring injury. Missed six of the past nine games. Um, and that's just kind of, I mean, it, interesting to see what comes of that. If he continues to miss time, it's kind of like a thigh bull, cork moss sort of a thing. But that seems like a relatively short injury. Are you uh, saying we shouldn't be buying our Corkmaz City Edition jersey? Oh, uh, not yet. Not <laughs> <Okay>. yet. Uh, <laughs> Alfred Payton also returned for the Knicks. Got 11 minutes, four points, two assists. Mitchell Robinson finally had a good game, 17-7 and seven with a block, two steals in 30 minutes. But it was a blowout loss to Denver. Is there anyone we can trust in the Knicks lineup? No. You think no. Frankie Smokes or Peyton's going to get the majority of minutes at the point? I, I mean, the the three the three guys from a fantasy perspective that you can trust are Randall, Barrett, even though Barrett has his flaws, and Morris. Those are the only three. The the problem is even with those three, 
is, is Bear- has flaws too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all three have flaws. Bear- yeah. Barrett's a rookie. He's going to be up and down. You know, he just had like an O for nine game the other night. Um, the problem with all three of those guys though, is the fact that the Knicks are getting blown out every single game. So, I mean, you know, the, the previous game against Milwaukee, Randall got off to a nice start, but it didn't matter because they were down by like 25 points at halftime and he only ended up playing 25 minutes or so. And, and that's the same thing with Barrett. He only ended up playing like 25, 26 minutes. Then the, if so, those if those guys are limited to 25, 26 minutes because they're getting blown out, they're not going to be able to post the fancy numbers you would expect. Yeah. So sticking to kind of our theme of assists and steals, which we'll dive into deeper later. You two guys, what do you, Frankie Smokes or Alfred Payton, uh, point guard for the Knicks rest of season? Who do you prefer? Oh, boy. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to have confidence in either one. Like, I would almost rather. No, you I, must choose, damn it. Uh, I mean, I feel like they should play Payton more, and Payton's definitely the better player. But I, the, at this point, I actually think the fans will burn the arena down if Milikina <laughs> doesn't kick on the court. But that's never stopped Fizdale from doing anything he wants in the past. I'll go with Payton. There's just there like as far from a fantasy standpoint, he's the one with more upside. Frankie Smokes just doesn't offer much outside of steals. If Payton gets 27, 28 minutes, he can post, you know, he can he can give you seven assists. Now he's been out for right. 17 games, so it's hard. It's it's really last last night. Yeah. yeah, last night was the first game back after 17 missed games. So you can't read too much into it. But right. yeah, if I have to pick one of the two for fantasy purposes, I'm picking Payton. Alex, did, I, I did not notice. Is Frankie becoming an MSG favorite? Oh, the fans just they they demand that he plays. I mean, okay. they you know they they drafted him so high and. Right. The, they feel like he's never gotten a chance. He's the next uh, Porzingis. <laughs> it's, he's overseas. Uh, he must be successful. <laughs> they, they've tried playing him at every position. Uh, and we'll see how it works out. Um, let's talk about the value in daily fantasy for a minute. The big prizes are attractive, but you have to finish in the top 2% out of thousands of experts to win any real money. So even on your best day, you still feel like you're losing. Now you can play something better, Stat Hero. Stat Hero is a house-based game that combines the best of Daily Fantasy and Survivor pools. Each Stat Hero contest lasts multiple days but only requires one entry fee, so your money lasts longer. Yes, you can play multiple days with only one entry fee. Stat Hero gives you smaller contests and more chances to win, and no more competing with sharks or experts ever, because your only competition is Stat Hero itself. You play Stat Hero, you beat Stat Hero, you get paid by Stat Hero. Survive the game and download Stat Hero today and see how the face of Daily Fantasy has changed. Finally, a game designed for the rest of us. Stat Hero now open for NFL and NBA, available on iOS. For more information, please visit StatHero.com. Shannon, didn't you get yourself some new Chuck Taylors with your Stat Hero winnings? Yes, I did. Of course. I'm, I need to get some. I need to get some custom ones with Stat Hero on it. Nice, <laughs> nice I thought Hero maybe logo. you'd get like uh, the Motor City, you know, uh, Motor. I like the Motor City uh, unis. Maybe get those in a Chuck Taylor. But yeah, Stat Hero itself would be apropos. Um, gentlemen, let's dive into our theme for today, 
which is category hunting, in particular hunting for assist and steal guys. Uh, Shannon and Alex, you have the same name atop of each of your lists. Shannon, you want to go first with said player? Yeah, I mean, this he he checks off both categories, which is why it seemed like such an obvious fit. Chris Dunn with the Bulls. Not not a very attractive name. I feel like most fantasy folks uh, kind of despise him. Signing. Yeah. signing. Yeah, you got, you got Kobe White. You got Sadoransky. But Dunn's actually been reinserted into the starting lineup. He started three games in a row um, over that stretch. He's averaging 20, just under 28 minutes, eight points, almost five rebounds, 3.3 assists, and 1.7 steals. Um, on the season, he's averaging 1.9 steals in only 21 minutes per game, which is insane. Yep. Like he, he was up there through the first dozen or through the first dozen games or so of the season. He was up there near, I think he was second in the league in, in, in steals. But the assists aren't going to be a, a high number because you have Sadoransky. Because you have Levine, you have you have Kobe White, you have other guys handling the ball a lot. Um, but he will give you elite steals numbers, even if he's only playing 20 to 25 minutes per. Uh, yep, he currently has the best steal percentage in the NBA. And in 2017-18, he had the second best steal percentage in the NBA. So this isn't a situation where it's some unsustainable number for him. I mean, 1.9 in 21.1 minutes might be a little unsustainable, but he he's a guy who we know and has proven to be one of the best, um, I guess, steel getters in the in the league. Um, I'm going to. I don't have much to add to that. Uh, You've only got to be able to hand. You got to be doing well in points from other players, though, because Dunn's going to be single digits. Though maybe yeah. that's a repetitive disclaimer for all these guys, but he's going to be single digits in scoring. Absolutely. I have DeAndre Bembry on my list. Um, kind of frustrating sometimes the, the up and down nature of his, like the, the minutes that he gets from yeah, coach yeah. Lloyd Pierce, but, uh, 26.4 minutes per game, 1.5 steals and 2.9 assists. He's also started four games for Atlanta, uh, in those games, 2.3 steals, 4.0 assists. That's then 32 minutes. He's just a guy where he can play two, three positions. If anyone gets injured for the Hawks, which is very common, uh, he just, he's a guy who they can just give an extra five, six minutes to, uh, towards the end of the year. I was gonna say towards the end of the year when they are in the playoff race, but you know, uh, it's, <laughs> he's a guy who could get like 40 minutes a game, like the last, you know, in April, they don't uh, seem like they know what they want to do with Kevin Herter either. They I think like, he's kind of hurt. Yeah, and so they're, they're kind of just, there's no reason for them to play him a lot, but, um, yeah, I just think Bembry's a solid all around guy probably on your waiver wire great on like four game weeks. Um, not necessarily like a hold in 12 team leagues at all. More of a streamer. All right, Ken, your, your guy, your first guy is more. Yeah, of my guy's guy. a guy, a, a, a name I brought up way too often on the podcast in the last 16 months. And I'm bringing him up as a question. He's teased us all of last year. You guys are seeing the notes, but I guess you, I bet you could predict him anyway. Do we is now the time to trust Jeff Teague? He's coming off the bench now, but still seeing 29 minutes a game. He's shooting 40 percent though from the field, but man, he's getting seven and a uh, 7.4 assists a game. Uh, he's just under one steal a game. He is 75 percent owned, so maybe we're it doesn't deserve too much chatter. But 
Do we trust Jeff Teague yet? I, if for assists, certainly. I mean, if you're in an 18 or 10 team league that's shallow enough where he was dumped when he got moved to the bench, uh, you know, ESPN leagues, he's only rostered in 66% of the leagues. So if you're desperate for assists, that's the one category he's going to help you in. He, you know, even with the move to the bench. He's still averaging about six assists per game uh, since that demotion. So that's the one category where, yeah, yeah, I'll trust him. I've always trusted him there and I'll continue to do so. I agree. I mean, he, he's had a history in the past of being a pretty good defender as far as steals goes like one year. He had 1.7. I think he's a little past his prime as far as that's concerned. He slowed down pretty heavily the past two years. Yeah, is he 32 now? I, I looked this up. Uh, age 31 season, but he, there's a possibility he'll, he'll turn 32 soon. I, I agree though. I think, you know, coming off the bench, he's, he's coming off the bench so he can run the second unit and facilitate the ball. So I would, I would continue to trust him to get roughly six assists a game. And if yeah. he's on your way for wire, which he could be in a, a decent amount of leagues, like Shannon alluded to, then a guy to target for sure, or maybe trade for it and, yeah. Situations. Now, piggybacking off of that, I'm going to go with my guy, his replacement in the starting lineup, Jarrett Culver. Uh, Culver, since since taking over fatigue as starting point guard um, five games ago, is averaging 12 points, 5.4 rebounds, 3.6 assists, one steal, one block. Um, not shooting well, only 39% and 60% from the free throw line. Um, but he is, he is hitting a three pointer as well. So you got one, three, one steal, one block, 3.6 assists. That's solid. That's solid. I, the, the percentages are going to be iffy. Uh, the good news on that front is he's not a extremely high volume guy. You know, he's only taken, he's only taken about three or four free throws a game, 10, 11 shots per game. So, so not a high volume guy, but. I think the assists are going to be there. I think that'll continue to go up where I'll average about four assists per game. He'll get you some steals. He's got the athleticism and length to get steals. Um, so that's a category where I expect he'll increase throughout the year. He was high 60s free throw in college, which isn't great. But you'd expect the current 43% from the charity stripe percentage to increase. Not We're not talking, uh, I was going to say Andre Drummond, but he's turned things around there. Uh not RJ Barrett, but even not RJ Barrett, right? But, <laughs> yeah. but Culver is showing signs. I mean, he yeah. he's he's still under fifty percent for the season, but over the past five games, he's at sixty percent from the line. You know, he, for the season, he's only averaging two point two free throw attempts per game. So right. he's not going to you know, kill you. Yeah. It's like he, a Lonzo Ball situation. It's very much like Lonzo Ball. Um, and, and I do, I expect it to, I expect it to improve as the season wears on. He's also a guy. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I I was going to say 0.8 blocks in his 10 starts. So he's going to get you both defensive categories and some assists. Definitely underrated player. Do you think I need to see a T Wolves game since they've made this shift, but who do you think they want to facilitate more in that starting lineup Culver or Wiggins? It's Wiggins. I mean, they, they made the change because of the way Wiggins played with Teague out. Um, but it's they're also it, it's interesting that they moved to Culver just because they're going they're they're going with a long term view even though yeah, they're currently it, they're currently in the playoffs in the West I, I believe they're the eighth seed um, which and they're ten and ten they're the seventh um, seed at ten and ten there you go there you go yeah. so it's interesting that they're 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 in that position and they're still looking to the future as well that's what they should do. Um, because Teague probably doesn't have much of a future beyond this season with the team. Um, we, and and Culver, we know how crappy, that's, we know how crappy yeah. the West is. I've been waiting a decade to say that, by the way. 
It's finally, <laughs> it, it might finally be true, Ken. The East might be better than the West this I year. I know. Yes. <laughs> Real is back in, Alex. Who's next? Uh, a guy that we kind of mentioned earlier, Frank Nilakina. I just think if you're going to, this is, this might only be a move you make for this specific week because the possibility of <laughs> Alfred Payton coming back and getting a bunch of minutes within the next couple weeks is very real. So I think if you're in a situation where you can get Frank Nilakina, he's averaging 1.4 steals, 3.4 assists in 26 minutes. Um, he's seen 30 plus minutes in nine games, 2.2 steals, 4.4 assists, but that probably won't continue. I would assume they're still going to try to get him around 25 minutes a game somehow at some position. And we mentioned before how bad the Knicks are. Their net rating is minus 11 right now. Worse than the league. It's god awful. Uh, so it's hard to imagine they can't get him that 26 minutes consistently. So if you're in a deeper league, if the Knicks are on a four game week, you need some steals and assists. I think Nilakina is a decent option. Well, in the long term, I'm looking up Peyton's ownership here, but it's got to be tiny. We're talking about Alfred Payton long-term. Yeah, he's owned in 10% of leagues. So if you're really looking to the Knicks after after next week when you drop Frankie Smokes, hopefully Payton's back to full minutes. Yeah, I think I think either guy is a good option. I mean, Payton's more of an assist guy. I mean, he's averaging two steals a game right now, but that's way higher than his career rate. He's not really much of a steer guy, uh, steal guy, Payton. So. I, I will say this about Payton. If you're in like a 14-team league and you're desperate for assists, Peyton's probably got more upside in that category than anyone else on your waiver wire. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. he's going to go out there and play 30 minutes no, game for, for the Knicks, but there's very few guys yeah. who, even if they are seeing the time, like even if Frankie smokes plays 30 minutes per game for the rest of the season, he's not going to average seven or eight assists. No, never. Alfred Payton will, if yeah. he sees that playing time, he will average seven Agreed. or eight assists. All right. I'm going to bring up a name whom I never thought I would ever describe in this manner. <laughs> a guard who's shooting 49% from the field and hitting 1.4 trays a game. I can't believe I'm saying this about former Celtic Rajon Rondo, but he is. It's undeniable. And 6.1 assists a game. He's uh, ranks 98th on Yahoo last 14 days on a per game average. I... I think this might be legit. He's also getting a steal a game. I'm I I I've got a I've got a grad school league where I can I'm trying to figure out who to drop to add Rondo. I am I crazy? No, I mean we all know Rondo is an amazing passer. I actually just looked this up. Uh, Rondo has the sixth highest assist percentage of all time. Career. <laughs> so uh, the fact that you would be looking to add him off the waiver wire for assists is very uh, it makes a lot of sense. And he's he's not old. He's I mean, he's 33. Um, so he seems old. He seems, seems 41, old. 42 ish. I, I think it's because he had so much success like so early on so in early, his career yeah. with the Celtics that you assume that he was like 29 at the time. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I always think like, man, how intimidating you're a rookie. And Kevin Garnett's in your ear in Boston, like, oh, geez, I would wilt like such a <laughs> tiny little flower weed. I'd be like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> Six point one assists in, in under twenty two minutes per game this year. That's that's Alfred crazy. Payton-esque. It is. Uh, it's better than Alfred Payton. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, 
will, you know, he's coming off a game, Peyton, or I'm sorry, uh, Rondo's coming off a game where he played 32 minutes. It was a blowout of the Jazz. And he almost posted triple-double, 14, 9, and 12. There's actually upside. The Lakers are so damn good right now. Mm-hmm. There's actually upside. Rondo's going to see more minutes because they continue to win. And they, yeah. if they win in those blowouts, blowout Rondo, Rondo is actually one of the guys who will be out there on the court during the blowout games. He'll get that garbage time run. I mean, that's what happened with the Jazz he game. Needs exp- when, he needs experience. He needs it. He does. <laughs> um, so no, I mean, he certainly for assists, and he still he still picks plenty of pockets as well. Um, one one assist in the in that uh, limited runs, or I'm sorry, one steal per game in that limited run. Um, that that could certainly creep up if the minutes do. You're right, though. He was out there with that that Utah blowout. The whole the sneaker thing and the socks. I heard those announcers complaining like crazy. He was out there. I'm looking it up. 32 minutes in that blowout. I don't know why they were like, we got to get the 31 year old more time. <laughs> All right, now let's let's talk about someone who's not ancient. The Anthony Melton. <laughs> so with uh, with Morant out in Memphis, yeah. and it, it's really to be determined how long Morant's gonna be out. He's he's officially labeled week to week. So yeah. I and I feel like I mean they're they're just going to be super cautious with no. him. There's no reason <laughs> yes. to rush him back. So if there's any lingering issues, like they're just going to rest him. So yeah. in those three games, uh, since Morant's been ruled out, Melton has come off the bench in all three except for the latest game. He he came off the bench at the start of the game, but he started the second half, which I think you have to look at. Tyus Jones started all three games, but Tyus Jones is garbage. <laughs> He's not good. Um, so Melton over those three games, 11 points, seven rebounds, 6.3 assists and 1.7 steals. Um, also, he's not really a good three-point shooter at this stage of his career. Um, he's only hitting 0.7 over those three games, but 11, seven and six with almost two steals per over those three. And there's a very good chance that the next time Memphis plays that I know they're not on tonight's slate, but the next time they play Melton might be the starting point guard. There's also just minutes available with Brandon Clark now out week to week too. Uh, I don't know. That's just more shots, more minutes. They they're in a tough spot, Memphis. And they're like, we were talking about the Pelicans. I gotta believe they're close. If to not already decided the season's over. Well, and with with Melton, you know, it could end up being just a one week pickup or it could yeah. be a one one month, six week, eight week. We don't know. We have no yeah. idea with Morant. Actually, I love him I, in, you know, eight team, shallow 10 team leagues. It might not be deep enough, but hey, he's still worth consideration. He's going to get you steals and assists. I guarantee that. And he's going to get minutes for as long as Morant sits. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who we saw have some good games. He started 31 games with the Suns last year. In those 31 games, he totaled 53 steals and 20 blocks. Um, and just kind of looking at like his his assist rate for his career, he's probably passing a little better. I think he's passing a little over his head right now, but his steal and block rate is like pretty accurate to what we saw last year. So I think I think you're completely like on base with you know picking up. You I mean you have to pick. I think. You have to pick up Melton yeah. this this week. Somebody has to in your league. I, I've got a bid. I've got a bid on him for uh, my NFC my <laughs> NFC league. Um, in our staff keeper league, I've got a bid on him. Um, those are both very deep leagues. Um, 
staff keeper leagues, 14. Well, it might only be 12 teams, but we have extremely deep rosters. Uh, it's deeper than most 14 or 16 team leagues because of how deep our rosters go. And Melton's available. I mean, he's available in almost every league. Right. Uh, Ken, you have, is, is this an official nickname or for that? Well, that this, this nickname dates back to the DJ being the third amigo. Oh, okay. We, we, so we came up with this. It has not caught the nation, uh, like we were hoping it would, but we love to joke about how you cannot kill TJ McConnell. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He was undrafted. Does not matter. He always, he's like a rising Phoenix. That's why he is the cockroach. So yes, let's make that happen. Alex, you can okay. help insert it into some player news updates. TJ McConnell, five dimes, only 0.6 thefts uh, in the last six games. He is the consummate backup point guard. The classic uh, pass first, not shoot first guy. But this, this I'm saving for obviously deeper leagues. We need assist help. Do not ignore TJ McConnell. By, by we, Ken means himself. Um, <laughs> Two, I'll, I'll, we've got two more guys. I'll run through them both quick. Markel Fultz is somehow only owned in 21% of ESPN leagues. He will get you steals and assists. He's starting point guard for the Magic. He's going to be the starting point guard for the foreseeable future. His minutes are probably going to rise a bit. He, I think he hit 30 minutes played for the first time uh, in a recent game. Um, he's going to do good things for the rest of the season. He should be owned in probably closer to like 70 to 80% of ESPN leagues, like all but the shallowest of leagues. Uh, and then Ishmith, who we mentioned earlier, uh, with uh, who knows how long Isaiah Thomas will be out, but if as long as yeah. Ishmith's starting, he'll help you with, with steals. You got to like him tonight. I do. <laughs> uh, we are going to get on to the DFS discussion, but Ken, I would, I would like some specifics on what site we should be playing daily fantasy on FanDuel FanDuel. Where am I going to the, here we go. <laughs> fantasy basketball fans. The NBA season has kicked into full gear. FanDuel is offering the most exciting ways to play fantasy basketball. No matter what you're looking for. FanDuel has something for everyone. Tons of different contests and formats to choose from starting at just 25 cents. Just pick a contest Choose your team and enjoy watching your results in real time. Side note, highly like their app. Fun to, e very easy to follow while watching the games. Um, big fan of their interface, too. I think their website's easily the most fan-friendly. Play against your friends for bragging rights or play against the public for millions in cash prizes. Take advantage of our special offer for users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash rw rw for rotowire that's fanduel.com slash rw you'll get a free six month subscription for your first deposit on fanduel that's a free rotowire subscription we'll give you all the help you need with our dfs lineup optimizers our premium articles our draft software and that's free for all our sports not just basketball so just visit fanduel.com slash rotowire Void where prohibited. 
New FanDuel registrants only. Restrictions do apply. See FanDuel.com slash RW for details. So our Friday FanDuel uh, section. I don't know. I was trying to think of a better word. I was going to say experience. That sounds like a band. The Friday FanDuel experience. Mm. Uh, Shannon, you like Lonnie Walker at 3,600. I I don't know if I like him, but I'm intrigued by Lonnie Walker at 3,600. <laughs> so I, I realize Lonnie's coming off a gigantic game, right? Like he, he just had 43 fantasy points against the Rockets on December 3rd. He played 34 minutes, uh, 28 points, four rebounds, zero assists, one block, three steals. For anyone who doesn't know how that game played out, essentially the Spurs were way down. And they threw Lonnie Walker out there and he decided he was going to carry the entire team. Um, and, and he, I think it was during the third quarter. He just went, he went ballistic. Um, now it's probably just a one-off performance. We'll see, but I've been a believer of, in Lonnie Walker since his days in college. I think I said this during the preseason. I said I like Lonnie Walker more as a long-term prospect than Derek White. I think I even said DeJounte Murray. I remember that. Um, I'm a crazy person, but I still believe that. Um, I, I think Lonnie Walker might be unleashed moving forward. The Spurs are certainly desperate enough. This the you know, horrible start to the season. Lonnie Walker showed some flashes the game before that, scoring 13 points in 16 minutes against Detroit. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think he's going to start. Um, but well, Marcus Aldridge might be out again. The team might be desperate for offense. And this dude's proven he can be a microwave. Good three-point shooter for his career so far. He hasn't taken a ton of shots, but he's 11 of 27. They need that. Certainly a Interesting good Interesting haircut. Interesting haircut. It's kind of Alfred Payton, a former taller, like almost taller than Payton's thing. Yeah. yeah it's like more like taller, a less, a little bit less floppy, less in your face. Yeah. yeah. Right. Good. He can, he can see, although he's not averaging more than 1.9 assists per 36 minutes, but he can at least see the basket. See the hoop. He sees the hoop. That's about it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Tall. I mean, he's, he's got defensive upside. I mean, that's worth a lot on fan duel. I mean, if he can get you two two steals in a block, that matters a lot. And t- you talk about guys minimum priced. Um, if he can get hot, some three and D stuff, then makes a lot of sense. I it's think. super risky. He could end up not playing at all. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, right. I mean, that that's entirely possible. Uh, Pop gets but, angry when you score too much. Hey, that was a little too flashy. Yeah. Please sit up. Yeah. Alex, you, talk to us about a guard in the Warriors backcourt. I would love to. D'Angelo Russell, eight thousand at Chicago. I think this is it's it's got to be close to or is his cheapest price of the season. Uh, second game back from injury. He should hopefully play more than the 25 minutes he saw Wednesday. And this is basically what that's banking on is um, him seeing closer to 30 plus minutes a game. Averages 40 fantasy points when seeing minutes in the 30s. We've already talked about how bad Chicago is. Um, Chris Dunn's obviously been good defensively. But um, I just think you're getting D'Angelo Russell at maybe the lowest price you'll see him at all season. And that's something against a bad team, no less. And so I think that's something to to take advantage of. I'm going into the other side of that coin and enjoying Zach Levine at 8,400, purely based on just the atrocious defense played by the Warriors. And I don't think Russell's return helps that at all. So, uh, no, I'm a little in on 8,400 for Zach Levine. It's pricey, but I love the opportunity. That could be a game stack. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if some people went that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ken, 
you have a another team, uh, another matchup featuring a strong Central Division team. Uh, we're talking about Cleveland. my Jacob Podal. Oh, no, Cleveland. We're talking Where about I? Ironically. Oh, playing against Cleveland. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Eric Gordon. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A little lost there. Uh, hey, Novusevic for the Magic. Eric Gordon returning from injury as well. Uh, 47 fantasy points his last game. 34 each of uh, the two prior. Uh, again, just another bad defensive team in Cleveland. I don't think they're going to put uh, Tristan Thompson on Gordon. Uh, so there's just so many shots of Vucevic out. I like Gordon at 7,000. All right. And just to clarify for our listeners, we're not breaking news. Eric Gordon did not get traded. Oh, did I say Eric? Magic. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. My apologies. My apologies. Name fart there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw a handful of players from the same team. Mentioned all of these names earlier. Uh, the wizards are playing again tonight. It's the second night of a back-to-back, which is not great. It's not ideal, but odds are they're going to be shorthanded again. Hachimura, Mo Wagner, Bertans, Ish Smith, all really affordable on FanDuel. I, I probably like Hachimura the most out of those four. I think he might be the safest. Um, Bertans, Bertans is going to score. He's been scoring all season. My worry about it is last night, what he had like 26 points, but he got zero stats anywhere else. Like I think he literally had zero rebounds. So my, my worry there is that he's only going to get you that one category and that won't be enough on FanDuel. Um, So any one of those four though, I mean, if you're looking for filler, Miami's a tough matchup second night, a second night of a back to back, but they're all affordable and have shown 30, 40 point upside. Yeah, I mean, Hachimura gets the minutes. Wagner gets the most, like, diverse stats. Bertans hits his threes. I wish Wagner would get 40 minutes because, and maybe he will. He, he was coming off the ankle. He will eventually, yeah. He's, I, he's, 20, he's basically 22 and 10. Right, let me, let me ask you, you, Wagner at center on FanDuel, do you prefer Wagner at 5,400 or Jacob Podol at 5,100, knowing that LMA is questionable again tonight? Uh, man, I think Wagner, uh, just because I think he, you know, I mean, Pergle's blocks have been good. Um, but I just, I don't know. I might I, be chasing I, points with Podal here coming off his 47 and a half, uh, I will, fantasy I think, point game against Houston, but I, I do think that is like a, um, I think a lot of people will be on Wagner. I feel like the, the Pergle play is. That'll be sneakier and could easily it could easily work out. Save yourself a little money. I feel like the ownership percentage will be low. I think that's a good like GPP kind of like pivot. My uh, my only worry about worry about Pirtle is we saw his forty point outing already. Like right. that one that he's coming off is probably his high. only like that's his high point of the season. Um, you know he's not going to score a lot of points. Um, usually doesn't grab fifteen rebounds. Usually doesn't play forty one minutes. Um, even with Lamarcus out, usually doesn't play the, that kind of that kind of uh, volume of minutes. I, you know, he can block shots. He's probably a safe if Lamarcus sits. He's probably a safe bet for 25, 24, 25 fantasy points, um, which is solid at fifty one hundred. I just think the I, I like the upside of Wagner more and what we've seen on a per minute basis from Wagner this season. He, he even has one massive game where he had like over 50 fancy points um, is more intriguing to me than, than Pirtle. The, um, 
The matchup is definitely better for Pirtle. Going up against the Kings. Yeah, yeah. versus Bam. I think, it's actually, up, yeah. I think this is actually in Sacramento. Or sorry, it, in San Antonio. It's it's at home. Yeah, at home. Uh, yeah. Yes, where uh, Wagner's traveling to Miami. Yeah. Uh, I got another name here. Jarrett Allen, 7,300. Season-long fantasy players are rejoicing uh, that Jarrett <laughs> Allen has a pulse now. I don't know if he's trying to play well to get traded off of this team or what, but 38 fantasy points per game uh, since November 14th. Um, I like. I it's it's surprising to see him doing this while, you know, DeAndre Jorgen is still there. I just think um, Charlotte is an easy matchup for him. He's not going up against anyone that is too intimidating on the low block. Should have an opportunity for blocks. Um, I just think it's a it's a good price point for him. I think he's listed at power forward on FanDuel. So you're not locking yourself into like just him. He is. Okay. Yeah. So I think that that helps as well. So I have a very firm rule with Jared Allen. It's I only play him on FanDuel when DeAndre Jordan sits. That's fine. Um, yeah. But I mean, contrary to that, over the past three games with DeAndre Jordan in the lineup, each of those three games, he is averaging 13 points, 12 rebounds. One steal, one point three blocks. You know he's looking he's good. Saying. He's been he's been really good. He has been really good, um, and he's doing that in only twenty six minutes per, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, if I just I always hold off until I know he's gonna log thirty four or thirty five minutes. Understandable. Uh, I'm gonna I got one more name, and then we'll we'll I'm gonna pass it back to you, Shannon. I got Tristan Thompson at seventy four hundred against the Magic. Uh, 39 fantasy points per game in nine home games when he has seen 30 plus minutes. They're at home against the Magic. I do not think Mobamba and Ken Birch are keeping him off the offensive glass. I was hoping, I wanted to make, you know, I want to say like Tristan Thompson is going to just like, <laughs> he has to weigh what, like 50 more pounds than Mobamba? Uh, <laughs> but technically, I looked it up. Bamba actually weighs like five more pounds than Thompson, which. No way. Seem right. Yeah, true. That you know, that's like that weight of Thompson's from ten years ago. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Rookie year. Rookie year, yeah. Um but I, I just think seventy four hundred you're getting a solid cash game player. Um between him and Jared Allen, I mean that's that's eighty points of upside for sure. Um you got looks like two more guys for us, Shannon. Just one more. One more. If you did not like my Lonnie Walker thirty six hundred dollar pick, I got another questionable Cheap guy. You got another intriguing yeah. player. Crazy uh, high roof guy. <laughs> Yogi Farrell is thirty seven hundred point guard, Sacramento Kings. Uh Corey Joseph's questionable. So with okay. the with De'Aaron Fox. Well, Corey Joseph both questionable as far as should he be playing a lot and yes. is he healthy? He's questionable <laughs> and he's also Corey Joseph. Right. right. <laughs> uh, De'Aaron Fox is out, of course. Uh, also, Bogdanovich, I believe, is questionable or to be determined. Um, double check. Yeah, he's got uh, he does have a minor uh, issue. He missed the most recent game. Um Yogi Ferrell, Yogi Ferrell, never shy, never shy 30, about putting shots up, especially when he was in Dallas. Yeah, thirty seven hundred. So if if Bogdanovich and Joseph are out, well, I think he's an obvious play. Um, also, keep an eye if if you're looking, struggling with your picks at, at shooting guard. Buddy Heald's been really damn good um, since Aaron Fox went down. 
uh, De'Aaron Fox went down, and, and that should continue, especially if Bogdanovich misses another game. Um, basically, Heald's been basically in three straight games of 40-plus fantasy points for the past five games with 40-plus fantasy points. He's eight grand, so he's not a, he's not cheap. Um, but you know, he's been, he's been getting dimes. He had seven dimes in his last game. That's not, that's not what, what buddy heel does. And he's seen like 40 minutes per, uh, basically because he has to. So, you know, he's, he's an option to consider if you're really struggling at, at shooting guard. I think, um, I think for Farrell, he is, he would be, he is a really strong play if Fox Joseph and Bogdanovich are out. I just, yes. I went to her on off court stats page with all those three guys off the court, Yogi Farrell in 77 minutes. So a decent sample. Um, why did this just change? That was strange. Um, basically like 37 fantasy points per 36 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're getting him near minimum price, you got to feel good about that. Ba ba boy. Oh, Ken, you have an old man rant for us. There are too many NBA uniforms. Statement edition, city edition, icon edition, classic edition, fat guy edition. They don't stop. Stop the madness. How can the T-Wolves have a puke-inducing neon green and a purple rain and a light blue MSP uniform? How? The Warriors have six uniforms this year. Six. Brooklyn has a bed uni to honor Notorious Big. Okay, sure. Yeah, I had to look that up. I had to watch a video to understand that. By the way, Big's mom is adorable. See the video. But uh, Sacramento has a red uniform this year. Can either of you Wisconsinites please explain Cream City without, you know, something we'd have to edit? Orlando has orange and black. Ah! If these uniforms are so cool, wear them all season. Home, road. That's it. Stop the madness. Ah. All right. Ken is kicked off the podcast officially after this, right? <laughs> Those Cream City. I have no idea what Cream City means. Right? I've lived <laughs> in Wisconsin. That's my no, point. no, 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 no. That, that's not the point. I've lived in Wisconsin for like 12 years. No idea what it means. But guess what? Those are the that's the first time I've seen an NBA jersey and been like, oh. damn, I want to buy that. Like since I've become an adult first time i'm like cream city oh man that is awesome <laughs> so here here's the i wanted to i was pretty confident this was the answer but i will give you the official answer and as, as to why this is milwaukee is the cream city cream city brick is a cream or light yellow colored brick made from it the clay found around milwaukee wisconsin in the menominee river valley and on the western banks of lake michigan okay. so a lot of the buildings well in milwaukee now. are kind of that cream color which is where it comes from but nobody you know nobody's like yeah, you know, I, I'm. I was kind of thinking about going to the Windy City, but I'll go to the Cream City. Cream City. Like, if you just say that, like no one's gonna know what you're talking about. <laughs> Here's also my beef. I'm someone who enjoys going to a, an establishment that has <laughs> that serves alcoholic beverages and has sports on up on the TVs. That's that's a thing I like to do. Okay. And watching highlights at a sports bar now that every team has 14 different uniforms. I can't tell who the hell's playing. <laughs> if if a casual like sports fan who didn't really follow the NBA like watched a bunch of games, they would think there's like 75 teams in the league. Yeah, exactly. different courts. You didn't even touch like, on the courts. 
Oh, the court. Yeah, it's too much. Stop it. Stop. If you want to go by the nickname Cream City, <laughs> you better have the best strip clubs in the world. <laughs> and yeah, I can't, that's that's yeah. one thing I can vouch for from Milwaukee. Okay, they're okay, <laughs> but they're okay. We are now officially off the rails. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, wasn't planning on doing a lot of editing work today. <laughs> I don't. I uh, no one's getting. This we're, no, we're good. Okay. We're good. Well, Alex, you're safe. Know. No one's getting this far of the pod. Don't worry. That's that's a strong point. Uh, we <laughs> as far as mispronounced names go, I think the the Pirtle thing is confusing for everyone. Um, I, said, I said Eric Gordon when I meant Aaron Gordon. That too. The all starting uh-huh. first name screwed me up there. It's yeah. like a train. Yeah. Re- it's 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 a chain reaction though. You, first you, you said you mentioned Podal, and then you're yeah. like Eric Gordon. Like it, it, uh, it just the stupidity just, just kept going. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> anybody else? Did we get anybody else wrong? I felt like there were more errors. Uh, oh, eh, I think we're good. Yeah, did Alex probably. get Bembry's first name right. I think you did. DeAndre. And I know it's got the apostrophe at the very end because yeah. that is not what I expect. I have no idea. Uh, what, what is that apostrophe supposed to to do? It means everything is his. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Alex, promise me you're now referring to TJ McConnell as? The cockroach. The cockroach. Yeah, get that. Yeah. Uh, okay. We do have one last thing to get to before we get out of here, and it is Ken's quote. Okay. Well, hey, and. Uh, well, we, we got to thank everyone for joining us on the podcast presented by FanDuel. Um, thank you, FanDuel. Uh, for our quote, we're going to L.A. And Kyle Kuzma, who said this about guarding James Harden. He takes like 30 dribbles, and it's hard to guard someone when they have that many dribbles. Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.